Oh, great. So we've got our recording started, and we'll get ready for today's teleseminar. Um, again, as we're having new people join us, um, I just want to cover how uh, the teleseminar works. Uh, usually I'll take the first half of our teleseminar to share with you uh, my realizations or thoughts about today's topic, uh, why it came to me and what I make of it. And then, of course, I'd love to hear uh, from you. So um, there's ways for you to contribute, if you would like to, to uh, each teleseminar, asking questions, if you have any questions about the teleseminar or the principles themselves, or sharing with us about um, what's come to you from today's teleseminar, or just some other insights you've had about the principles. Uh, I set this up so that we would have a community where we could hear from other people who are part of our community each teleseminar, rather than just uh, you all listening to me. I don't know if I've got an hour's worth of material. <laughs> um, now, to do that, um, on a regular phone or cell phone or a smartphone, you just need to hit star two uh, and that I will see that you have something to share and then open up the line for you. Um, but again, we I'll remind you to do that once we get to um, about the halfway point of our teleseminar today so that uh, we can hear from all of you. Well, we have a, a whole bunch of people who are coming on to our teleseminar today that are that are new to our teleseminar, and I want to welcome you all. Um, it seems like this teleseminar has really uh, uh, felt important to people as I've received uh, a number of emails that people uh, really uh, like the topic. It resonates with them. So today's topic is desirelessness equals contentment. And um, it, it's just a beautiful uh, <clears throat> understanding for us to explore together today on the teleseminar. Uh, but I do want to kind of set the stage uh, that today, really, you want to listen for the feeling of what this means rather than think about it. Um, I mean, uh, it's really more uh, to, to grasp the essence of desirelessness equals contentment. It's more about you getting the feeling of the truth of this within you, finding that consciousness of the truth of this, rather than making intellectual sense of it. And that's the whole point here, uh, and particularly what Sidney Banks points us toward. So today, as we talk about this particular topic, I really would um, recommend that you just listen for your own feeling about this to uh, awaken. And it's not going to give you much of an uh, intellectual knowing about it, of what to do or how to be there or whatever, but it's going to give you a sense of you finding the essence of what we truly are. Um, so to start with, I want to read to you a, a writing that Sid uh, shared, Sidney Banks shared, in the book by Linda Queering. Her last name is spelled Q-U-I-R-I-N-G, and the book is Island of Knowledge. 
And it really is the first writing of Sidney Banks' teachings. In fact, uh, Linda and Sidney wrote this together, and it really is the first writings. So um, I'm going to read to you on a page of Chapter 10 of that book, uh, that really has um, affected me uh, positively over the years as I keep coming to this page. And it's a good starting point for us today. So this is a writing by Sid. Uh, desirelessness is love. Desirelessness is happiness. Desirelessness is beauty. Desirelessness is contentment. Desireless is being now. He goes on to write, oh, why, oh, why do I desire so much? What stops me from piercing the heart of desire so that I may feel all those beautiful feelings that I was once? So that's the truth of the matter. That's the feeling to get that when we're looking at this special place of consciousness, these beautiful feelings that we are, that we were born with, um, uh, to really grasp them, um, we have to silence our, our minds. And one thing we have to silence is our desire, our ideas that um, we need more uh, than what we have already. And I think that's, been so helpful to me and it's been very useful to me in my reflection particularly in my career in this medical center local medical center for for my for my first 28 years of practice where i was helping people with compulsive behaviors and addictions to find that contentment was really the answer and contentment, as it says in this page, is desirelessness. And um, it's really a state of consciousness where really for me, as I experience it at moments, it isn't about Mark Howard anymore. It isn't about our personal selves. It isn't about who you are or your life. There's a place of just this deep, beautiful feeling um, where you have contentment, uh, you have love, you're, you're happy. It's just this pure feeling. And I love this page because it's a reminder of what really takes us away from that, from day one. And what takes us away from that is wanting something wanting something beyond what we are. As we talk about it just now, you could kind of see, um, you can kind of see how limiting um, the, the, the idea of desire is, right? Because the minute you desire, for example, man, I wish uh, it wasn't raining today. Oh, wow, I wish I didn't have this bad uh, back. Uh, I wish I felt better than I do. Uh, you know, <laughs> I wish I was making more money. I mean, anything that comes into mind given the human condition. This isn't saying anything's wrong with this thinking. It's just to show you where what to wake up to, what to look for to really find your true essence, okay? But you can see that the minute you get into that 
thinking that you desire, you, you, the feeling of desiring more than what is today, what is this moment, you start living in that level of consciousness. You start living in the level of consciousness of lacking uh, or insecurity or self-doubt or self-evaluation. And you try to solve it at that level, you see. You try to solve it at the level of you've got a problem because you're missing something. You don't have the money you need. You don't have the relationship you want. You don't, whatever it can be, you know, we'll make up anything. And, you know, as we were growing up in our lives, uh, we, we've been given help along the way to find more and more things to desire. Uh, just as an aside, what's coming to mind for me, my first uh, job as I was trying to get hours to be licensed here in the state of California, here in San Francisco area, um, uh, we had, I was working for a uh, uh, recovery clinic, and w- one of the things we did was a school program, and we had a, a colleague of mine who would go into the schools to help teenagers learn about how the, this, there's so many advertisements in magazines, on TV, and so forth that get, get us desiring something. And so she would talk about different ways that uh, an advertisement in a magazine produces desire for that product. So anyhow, I'm just saying that because we've had help along the way to learn to look outside of the beautiful feelings we are. Uh, what Sid would call um, our true nature or uh, us being part of mind or being part of God, or what he would say is love and understanding. So it's an innocent thing. Uh, Desire is an innocent thing. But today what we want to look at together is um, how it keeps us at a level of consciousness and moving away from the beautiful feelings we could live in, the peace of mind we're looking for, the well-being and happiness we want in life, you see, and it all it takes is knowing that. That's why I wanted to share this with you today and share with you the the, the reading uh, that Sid uh, presented on in that uh, chapter I read to you because we have to wake this up. We have to wake up inside of ourselves the knowing um, that uh, to quiet our desire is how we're meant to live. To be living in love and happiness and contentment is really living in a consciousness that is deeper than thinking about ourselves, you see. Another way of looking at it is quieting the thinking we have about ourselves. When I was working with people who were recovering from addiction, you really looked at that. The reason people went out to use something, whether it was going to the mall to shop again or whether it was to go and drink alcohol or whether it was to go play games on the Internet, whatever it was, it was really because people thought they lacked something in the moment, like they weren't feeling the way they were supposed to feel. Um, They were in a good deal of stress. 
they were in a low mood and they didn't like this, you see. And so they wanted to feel a different way than they're feeling. So um, that is the, the idea of desiring something in order to take care of lacking. But all of that is thinking about ourselves too much. That's it. And when I read this uh, in uh, Linda Quilling's book, Island of Knowledge, from in the 90s, and I continue to read it, it wakes up in me, as I wanted to wake up in you today, the feeling that there's another level of consciousness available to ourselves that brings us home to the beautiful things we truly are and are meant to live in. And I wanted that for you all today, for you to see that and see how innocent it is living in the human condition to begin to think we need more. We need more than what what is today. And um, there's nothing as valuable as realizing um, that's nothing but learned thinking. Uh, we give a lot of truth to those thoughts about um, we need something more than what we have. <laughs> you know, I do a lot of work with relationships, couples, and they come to me thinking that they need something better than the person they're with. And uh, But when they come to wake up to living with each other, first of all, seeing that it was really the thinking habits they got into that got them to feel dissatisfaction in their relationship. First, they wake up to that. That creates a desire to look elsewhere or want something else, you see. And um, But also then to start to wake up once again, the feeling that Sid points to from desirelessness, tenderness with each other, generosity with each other, love and understanding with each other, and they realize that they have everything they're looking for with each other. It's a great uh, 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 realization that happens with people in their relations with one another. But what it's really waking up is our true essence, these deep feelings in us of beauty, of love and understanding, which is our true essence. Now, when you're in that moment of consciousness, of desirelessness, you are not in your in the in your thinking. You're just not in your thinking, and you're enveloped in beauty, um, in love. Maybe you get the feeling of oneness with life. Maybe you're on a walk and you're in reflection, and you drop into these feelings and you feel one with nature. Um, but the essence of these feelings is that. It really brings you away from being so personal about yourself. It really does help you move away from uh, self-evaluation and so much thinking about you and brings you more deeply to the essence, which is um, this kind of pure consciousness of love and understanding. Now, Sid always said, um, in those feelings is wisdom. You see, so you don't have to worry about your next step in your life because in these feelings, the more you look to them, there's wisdom. 
again, the more you get to this essence, you get uh, more to the true connection you have with mind, which is the intelligence in this universe. So it's there to guide you. So I hope you're getting the feeling for this. Uh, the one thing I do want to note, again, as an aside, is you're going to get thoughts that you need to pay attention to something in your life. It may not be going right for you. Um, that I'm not saying to ignore that. Uh, I guess what I'm saying with that is uh, where are you looking from when you look at that? Or where do you do with that information that's coming to you through thought? Uh, what are you using to look at it? Desire, a desire or insecurity or lacking or needing more? Or are you looking at it from love and understanding? Again, it doesn't mean that uh, you won't have a thought that something needs to change. But it's really about what are you looking from when you have a thought like that. But most of the time, uh, uh, a lot of what is desire is taking us away from the beautiful feelings we are to just live, live in the day, just enjoy the day, just have fun with the life you're given this moment and not worry about life and how it's showing up with you because as we said in some earlier teleseminars has said many times there's a flow to life and you want to find it and live in that flow there's a guidance from the intelligence we are in that flow and moving toward the essence of desirelessness gets you there I want to read um from the paragraph before the uh, writing I shared with you that Sid wrote. And in this book, it's about Linda and her partner meeting Sidney Banks in these very early days from his spiritual experience and his teaching to a small group of people on Salt Spring Island in British Columbia, Canada. And they went and met with them regularly. Linda and her partner, and her partner writes writes this about his uh, uh, waking up, this uh, desirelessness, and this feeling of beauty and contentment. And he says something like this in this chapter. The last few months have been the happiest of my life. I'm not interested in making money or traveling anymore. I'm devoting my life and my energy to finding myself. And that was capitalized like finding my true self. The way I look at that is, again, um, these desires around uh, uh, living life a certain way and, and um, thinking that that's the way we'll find what we're looking for is really going in the opposite direction. And he woke up this feeling, these deep feelings and now wants to find more of them. So when he uses the word self, I'm talking, it, to me, it is these, the, our essence, that he's devoting his time now to live in, in the guidance that comes to him uh, through waking up 
uh, this essence. And he as he's waking up more of as he's awakened more of it, his desires have reduced. They don't mean anything. Because you see, it's a level of consciousness shift. Living in desire or as lacking something or needing something more, um, looking out at life that way, you're living at a level of consciousness. A learned way of thinking, habits of thought that you grew up learning, insecurity that you, you learned growing up innocently now, innocently. We're all, we all can't escape that. But today's talk is to see that there's higher levels of consciousness. And when you reach that feeling of desirelessness that leads you to contentment uh, or these beautiful feelings of love and understanding, you now look at life differently. And you don't need the new car. You don't need, uh, or if you need the new car, you don't need the top of the line new car. You don't need uh, to go on the cruise. You don't need money. It doesn't, it isn't as a, a need anymore. It, it, that the, the learned ideas that have created human needs change. And you look at life through deeper, a, a deeper level of consciousness, your essence. You look at it through wisdom. Now, again, that isn't to say through thought you won't see that uh, it is um, uh, you you really need to change the community you're in or uh, you know you really need to look at the financial issues Roger Mills used his waking up uh, to these beautiful feelings uh, to take care of a community to try to help a community that really was living in terrible circumstances. Roger Mills was one of the first people that was a psychologist that went to uh, uh, meet Sidney Banks and he lived on Salt Spring Island for a summer. And, and as he got into more of these feelings, his wisdom helped him see that his way to bring this understanding was to help a community, a local community. So through thought, he saw they needed uh, to have an understanding so they can bring their community out of uh, poverty, out of, uh, uh, out of uh, drug problems, out of mental health problems. So there, it isn't to say that um, that's unreal. It's just about when you have thoughts about yourself that way or other people or communities that way, you, again, want to see where it's bringing you. Is it bringing you down or are you able to look at a thought like uh, something needs to change from the deeper essence, a higher level of consciousness? And Roger went to help a community. Now, he didn't... It wasn't all. It wasn't him. As community members heard, found this same essence that we're talking about today. They they brought change to the community through thought. They saw what was needed. They saw the community 
could live at a higher level of consciousness. So once again, they but they weren't taken down by that. Prior to their gaining insights into the principles and realizations into the principles, they were taken down by the thoughts of insecurity. Now they looked at their community and without insecurity, but with understanding, you see, and with the deeper essence they were living in, they started to change the community. It was so powerful to hear this. It was a group of like five women that changed the community. And um, uh, it's written up by Jack Pransky in, in a book called Modelo. This experience is written up. I'm just telling you about this because I want you to see that we are given the beautiful gift of thought to see things that are needed, maybe for ourselves or uh, for our community. Um, so today's talk isn't to say that that's wrong, but it's to say um, uh, we have too many things that we need should be better. <laughs> I guess it's that, you know. It's like we're looking at at so many things that we desire that, you know, it, it all can't be helpful to to follow that. But it's really also to say that when that comes to you as a thought, look at where it's coming from. Is it coming from insecurity? Is it taking you down when you look at that? Or are you able to uh, see something about what's needed in life from these beautiful feelings? Uh, so for these women in this community, they became generous, they were thankful, they were creative. And um, it's a beautiful story. It moved me deeply and gave me hope and faith that this understanding can move mountains. And one of the things about moving mountains is to wake up to desirelessness. Back to what Sid said, desirelessness is love, it's happiness, it's beauty, it's contentment. And I talk a lot about the antidote to addiction or compulsive behaviors is contentment. Now, why is that so? Well, because of what we covered so far today. But also, contentment is being satisfied with what is, being satisfied with the now. Again, it's having no personal thoughts, you see. It's nothing about you and comparing your life to some ideal ideal or image uh, or other person or advertisements on TV. You see, it's free of any thoughts about yourself lacking. In fact, you get to the feeling of it's okay. Just have fun. Just be yourself. Just be within the day. Uh, again, it's that moment of consciousness that you drop into uh, that really feel, it's hard to describe it because it isn't, you don't have thoughts about yourself. So it has more of a sense of, um, of, uh, of uh, nothing, you know of just a pure feeling. So, um, 
But again, you know, that's the antidote to uh, these thoughts that compel us to keep reaching beyond ourselves, um, thinking we need something in order to find the feelings we already are that uh, Sidney Banks has pointed to uh, for, has pointed to us for us in everything he shared. Everything you listen to or read, he's pointing us there. Um, this uh, writing that I sh- share with you today is a is a really deep uh, pointer. So I think you just want to have that wake up with you. You don't want to think about it too much. You want to just try to see if you can look there and um, not give so much uh, respect. It isn't like this. I'm just using words. But, you know, you want to lose respect for thinking you need something more than what you're living in today. And whenever you look, you want to make sure... um, um, if you see something that's that's uh, coming to you that needs to change, make, you want to make sure you can be reflective about it and look at it through the eyes of these deeper feelings. So these deeper feelings are you. You're, they're your essence. It's what the uh, three principles, those of you who uh, know of them, point us toward. It's us. It's our essence. It's what we are. And um, we have innocently, in coming into the world, um, developed a lot of desires. Look at look at ourselves in life through comparison or uh, insecurity or self-evaluation. And all of that brings more of us into the picture and moves us away from the these beautiful feelings because, again, it's a drop in our level of consciousness. Now, what happens, so uh, us talking today on the teleseminar is just so that if this is making some sense to you, you'll wake up to it. You can kind of get caught in, uh, you know, in a desire and you get all wrapped up in it. This will come back to you. It will come to you. Oh, wait a minute here. I'm really caught up in thinking about myself. That's You'll find some way to drop it or come back to the feelings and go from there because the, there's wisdom in in this essence of us. There's wisdom in these feelings, these what we're calling deeper feelings. And it'll take care of you. Well, I talked a lot through uh, so far today. I, I really wanted to share about what this has woken up in me, and every time I come across this the um, this uh, page uh, of Sydney Banks' writings, um, I'm reminded again to um, how desirelessness really is what wakes up in me in that moment. These these feelings I'm looking for. Um, so I'd like to check in with all of you. Um, again, that was part of my purpose of having the teleseminars is making it a community where we can hear from people who are part of the community during each call. 
I really want you to just relax about sharing uh, because if you've listened to other teleseminars, you can hear that wherever people share, it's been meaningful to us. So I'd like to hear from you. First of all, in order to do that, you have to hit star two on your telephone and that will show me you want to share something. So feel free to, to share a, a question from today, something that came from you today, or, or just some understanding you're getting from your exploring the, the principles. So let's see. Uh, we have someone already. Chris? Yeah, hi, Mark. Hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. Good, good. Good to see you again on the, on the teleseminar. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, great topic today, Mark. I really enjoyed uh, the discussion so far. Um, just wanted to share a few thoughts of mine on the topic. Um, just to further expand what you were saying and, and pretty much falls in line with it is um, just for me, you know, desire and what you were talking about, um, you know, desire can be kind of something that you don't have, which is kind of a reflection on the past, or it could also be kind of something you should have, which is kind of a reflection on the future. And I think for me, the real key, and you, and you mentioned it, is really seeing the beauty in the present, right? Seeing the beauty in the present moment can lead to that contentment that you're trying to get from the desire from past or future, um, I kind of call it like falling in love with the mundane of life. And that can, you know, you can kind of get that just by kind of paying attention more to, to your present moment since they kind of go by so quickly, but also maybe through generosity or gratitude can kind of make that contentment more acute. Um, and then I think taking that a step further, you, you then kind of turn desire on its head because then you move from desires that you have for yourself to desires you may have for others to improve someone else's situation and what you mentioned um, and then you're impacting their present moments and then that kind of cycles through as uh, more expansive so I just wanted to share that and just how I kind of see that manifesting in my own life well thank you Chris I could really get a sense of the feeling you're coming from as you share what's come to you and how you hold it and I think that's the most important thing for today is the feeling we're in um, and uh, again, I love your points. Um, and once again, you know, uh, Chris, generosity, I forgot the other word you use, gratitude maybe. They are manifestations of us dropping into the deeper feelings. So when we drop into the beauty of our lives or just being content with living now, um, what forms is something forms from that feeling in our minds, generosity or gratitude or helping another. Uh, that's where you get all of those sayings, you know. There's a lot of sayings and books out there, you know, that have written like quotes of the day, like uh, be, be grateful for your health, you know, or be grateful for life. But it isn't so much following those as it is knowing that they came from that author's deeper feelings. And that's how it manifests for that person. And so um, um, that's really the important thing from today is getting the, catch the feeling of this. And um, as I can hear in you, Chris, when you share today, and uh, shared your way that it comes to you. 
And um, yeah, I love that. I, I loved you hooking it up to uh, how we look at it's either the past or the future, isn't it? You know, desire can either be either that way. It's never about being completely conscious in the moment because, uh, you know, it, it, again, another way of looking at it is desire takes us out of the moment of just being. Um, Chris, thanks again. That was uh, that that brought a nice feeling into our, our conversation. My pleasure. Um, anyone else would like to share with us? You just need to press star two on your phone, and um, really feel free to just share any thoughts coming to your mind. Um, you know, no one has. Um, Oh, I forgot the uh, the word for it, but nobody, everybody has their own way of expressing their understanding, and uh, it really uh, just helps our uh, helps our community. Anybody else? Anybody have any questions? Well, um, oh, here we go. Um, so there are two more people, so I'm going to take you in order. Uh, the first one here is uh, Julie. Is it Julie from Turlock? It's Janet. <laughs> oh, Janet. It's Janet again. Oh, okay. I'm going to get that right, Janet. Uh, well, I need to get my phone fixed. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't know why I'm identified as Julie. But anyway. It doesn't doesn't matter. We could have this laugh each time. Yeah, exactly. Um, This just resonates with me. This principle that you're talking about, desire and contentment, has been tripping me up most of my adult life. Because, I mean, I can just see now, based on what you've just said, which is always just like such a, an amazing revelation to me, you know, that I've never thought of these things before in my life and they just happen so easily, these feelings you're talking about. But, I, you know, telling myself, like, I deserve a great husband. Somebody else has a great husband. Why isn't my husband like that? Um, I deserve, you know, a nice home. Every all my friends have really nice homes. Why isn't my home as nice as theirs? Um, you know, in a hundred other ways, like you know, m- my friends have children who are not rebellious. Why do I have this rebellious daughter? You know, it's not fair. Like, um, you know, why me? And it, these desires for material things, for um, emotional, what I perceived to be emotional needs. And um, for what I wanted, my expectations of my loved ones um, stole my contentment. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so now I, just listening to what you're saying, I'm realizing I have everything I need at this moment in my life. I have a roof over my head. I eat too well. And... um I have a loving family who are, for the most part, you know, healthy and and strong individuals in their own ways. But 
this living in the moment is something that I've never really known how to do. And now I'm beginning to understand it or feel it more and more. Um, and the joy in my life has been so profound that it's in the last couple of months that it's just unbelievable to me. I mean, almost, it's like I have to pinch myself almost. Like, it's really also simple. And so, um, you know, I just I just really appreciate you doing these uh, tele-seminars um, because this is just such a wealth of information. I'm 62, almost 63. I've never heard any of this stuff anywhere. And uh, after spending most of my adult life in counseling, I'm just so appreciative of the things that are being brought up that are so meaningful to me. So thank you for doing this. And, um, you know, it's it's just the three principles. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I'm very grateful for that. So that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Well, thank you, Janet. I think there's nothing more to say. The feeling in you, what you're sharing is it. That's it. The feeling, you can feel the feeling in Janet. And it came out her way. Uh, she was able to see her life from those deeper feelings. And you could hear the joy. Um, and again, it's back to what I read to you about um, that, uh, that, that person uh, who was um, a partner, the person writing the book, who he said, uh, you know, he's not interested in making money or traveling. He's just interested in finding himself, the energy of that beautiful feeling. That was his way of seeing it. And you could hear where what Janet has been able to see about life. And you don't want to, again, think about it, you see. You don't want to think when you hear from me or the other people that have shared today so far. You don't want to think about it in terms of you. You want to get their feeling. And to me, the hope that it conveys that when you can find the feeling they're sharing with us, you'll see your way. This isn't about a proper way to look out at your life. It's about what you are. It really is about what you are because the desires and needs are taking you away from your, your essence. Anyhow, um, I don't want to speak too much because um, both Chris and, and Janet have brought a nice feeling to bear. And I don't want to do too much uh, to to interfere with that. Thank you so much. And now, uh, Catherine. Hi, Hi Martin. Hi. So Hi. I'd just like to echo, um, just I appreciate so much your generosity um, in uh, in the calls and, um, and uh, yeah. So that I I'm just really appreciating that. So so what what's what's been striking me I guess I've been thinking yesterday and today um, kind of thinking about the topic um, how much desire is for me looking outside of myself and there's this enormous sort of momentum um, of seeking which is thinking that something you know that I'm looking outside of myself for the answers and 
and also looking outside of myself for contentment, like eating uh, a bag of Snickers, you know, many Snickers bars last night, um, which is probably not in my best interest. But the so the energy of desire, I guess, is for me this sort of huge momentum. And another way of looking at it from a spiritual perspective is looking that really just looking inside and seeing that um, there is a contentment inside rather than looking outside for the answers or looking outside for for peace or contentment. I can look inside toward wisdom, the emergence of wisdom, the emergence of intuitive knowingness, and and that then becomes a choice, I think, of um, being willing to trust myself, being willing to trust what comes up from wisdom and from intuitive knowingness and from source, what we call what we call mind. Um, yeah, yeah, and and so just that alone for me has been huge. Mm-hmm. Well, again, beautiful. Uh, the the feeling in you, like our other other two people who share, Catherine, the feeling is really again, what comes across. And again, you know, it's really neat to notice that, um, it's really neat to notice how we do move outside of ourselves, you know, to think that uh, we'll feel, we need to feel better even, even that, that we need to feel better. And, um, you know, I still like going for ice cream so much. You know, I like it's like oh why oh why do I desire so much? You know why do I like that uh, Rocky Road ice cream so much? Um, But it's not so much about not doing that. It's just continuing to wake up to the essence of what we truly are, and that uh, we're in the human condition. And we do get caught up in desire, but to really see more of the truth of the matter is what eventually is what helps us. It continues to wake us up to uh, insight, as Catherine said, to look within, look within a consciousness of love and understanding, of uh, contentment, and um, so we wake up uh, once again to oh man, I started seeking again outside of myself, as Catherine said. And you wake up to that, and then you bring yourself back to looking within to the deeper feeling. It's always there. We're always that. And were it not for our own thinking, we'd be living in that um, 24-7. But we're human, so we're not spiritual, so we're we're not living in that 24-7, so we just have to have the understanding that we took ourselves away from that by thinking we're lacking something. I I also love, Catherine, bringing in the searching thing. Uh, you know, Sydney Banks has always reminded us, if you really get something, don't keep looking, just live life now. And I think that's a beautiful way of kind of summing up today that um, again you know we start looking and we are feeling we lack and so we start to think oh wait a minute that little insight I had I mean that insight I had is little 
it's not enough. There's more to it because I'm still not living spiritually, you know. Well, you know, I don't. <laughs> so uh, even that, the seeking or the searching, uh, it, you, you just want to open up to this. You don't want to look at this with a critical eye at all. It's just being in the human condition. And again, we're, we're kind of get trapped into desiring something more than what we're living in uh, now. Uh, right now in this moment. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the the, the talk. Um, once again, all of you who um, received a, a, an email notice that I'm I'm having a teleseminar will get the recording. So uh, in a few days, you'll get an email with ways to listen to um, this teleseminar. We now have it uh, on uh, iTunes. We have it on SoundCloud. And, of course, you could always go to my website, which is uh, www.3principlesinstitute.org, and you can ta- uh, um, uh, uh, get, you know, click the Teleseminar tab. But you'll be given all of those links. Um, they'll be sent to you this week. Again, thank you so much for being here. I hope this was helpful to you and um, look forward to having you all join us um, next month. Have a good um, month and I will see you in November. Thanks, everyone. Bye.